Welcome to Choir Talks. Thanks for joining me today. This is the quarantine within a quarantine version of Choir Talks. If you're watching on video, you can see that I'm at home. And if you're listening to this on the same week that it was recorded, uh, we are in the midst of a record-breaking cold wave here in the south. And uh, there is more snow over my shoulder than I can remember seeing here in Mississippi, at least in a long time. So uh, everyone around me is quarantined here for several days, even in the midst of the, the pandemic going on. So anyway, here we are sharing from home. I wanna continue reading from the book of 1 John, uh, just to remind you that uh, John is, is talking about what it looks like to be an authentic believer. And he's hit on a couple of themes, first of which is that authentic believers uh, follow the teachings of Jesus. And then secondly, authentic believers uh, show love. So uh, he, he just keeps driving those two points home. And today he's going to give us that, plus a couple of other things that are marks of what it looks like to be an authentic believer. So First John's just a great check yourself book, just to uh, look at yourself against this scripture and say, you know, am I really living the life that God has called me to live? So here we are from 1 John 3, uh, starting with verse 11. He says, For this is the message that you heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Do not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. Why did he do that? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Uh, so right off the bat here, He's reminding them that love is a marker for an authentic believer, that, that we love one another, just as Jesus said, this is the way people are going to know you're my disciples if you have love for one another. And so he says, this is the message that you heard. We should love one another. And here's the, here's the test. In verse 14, he says, we know that we have passed from death into life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. All right, so you might be asking at this point, you know, okay, what does that really look like in the life of, of anyone to, you know, people who aren't believers and don't follow Christ still have love for other people. So what is, what is it about our love that, that looks different um, from any other love in the world? What is the type of love that marks us as believers? So here's some, some explanation on that in verse 16. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. So this is the difference. The love that is a heavenly love, the love that marks us as believers is, um, is a self-sacrificing love. That's the way that Jesus loved us, giving his own life for us on the cross. That's the way that God loved us when he sacrificed his only son, sent his only son here for us, even while we were yet sinners, um, the Bible tells us. So that kind of love needs to reside in us also. So he says, this is what it looks like, Jesus and his self-sacrificing. And we ought to also lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Wow. What might that look like in our lives? He goes on to give an example. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? 
Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. I really like that last verse. That that really just sums it up. So love isn't just a feeling, um, uh, a sense of pity that that might make us wish the best for someone. Uh, James says it this way: you don't you don't can't just say, "Hey, be warmed and be filled" uh, to someone who is starving without clothes. Uh, it the kind of love that Jesus showed was a, a self-sacrificing action. Him going to the cross, God's self-sacrificing love or sacrificing love was giving his only son and sending him to earth. So for us, um, that might look different in whatever uh, circumstance we come into, but here's what, it, it, what he says, let us not love with just words or speech, but in actions and in truth. So here's the check on ourselves as we look at our lives. Can you, can you imagine and think of ways that you've shown love that were self-sacrificing and that involved your actions um, that were um, authentic in truth, he says. Let's finish out the chapter. Verse 19, this is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts and he, he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we keep his commands and do what pleases him. There's a lot there probably could deal with, but let's just focus here on this, this main idea of love and read on verse 23. And this is his command to believe in the name of the son of Jesus, his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he commanded us. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the spirit he gave us. All right, so he finishes out this chapter, giving us a couple of more things. We already had that the person who is the authentic believer loves God and, by, and shows it by following his commands. And the person who is an authentic believer loves God by loving other people. Now in verse 23, he says, and this is his command to believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ and to love. So he, he reminds us of love, but he adds another shade of meaning here. He says, following his command is to have faith, to believe that, that Jesus is his son. Jesus is the son of God. This really links so closely together to me with the idea of being obedient and following his commands. I think one of the things that I take away from 1 John is if you're an authentic believer, it is going to make a difference in the way that you live. If you really have faith that Jesus is the Messiah and that Jesus is the Son of God, you will be interested and seek out to know his commands and work at following those commands if you really believe that. So now we have three things. We have love, we have obedience, and we have faith. And then in the last verse, he adds one more thing. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the spirit that he gave us. So here's the fourth marker of an authentic believer is they have the Holy Spirit in them. They are listening to the, the voice of the spirit of God and living their life in obedience to the commands as they see them written in the word, but also in obedience to the voice of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Hey, we'll keep working next week and following this idea of what it means to be an authentic believer. Hope you have a great week and stay warm wherever you are.